Hi, I'm Melvin York, and this is Gardening with Daddy Pete. Uh, today, I want to talk to you a little bit more about, and we've talked about this before, the USDA hardiness zone. That's one thing, but also a chill zone or chill hours map. Sometimes it's called chill unit. And you're thinking, what in the world has he come up with now? <laughs> what is he talking about? Is he gone crazy? No, uh, actually, I'm not. And this is going to pertain more to your fruit trees, which is going to be a big one for you. Uh, if you do have any nut trees planted like walnuts, uh, pecans, or pecans, depending on which area you're in, we can use both terminology, just like uh, Beaufort, North Carolina, and Beaufort, South Carolina. Uh, so one's one, one's the other. So, uh, and it will also tend to affect some of your um, uh, blackberry plants, some of your raspberries, um, even maybe your grapes. So we talked about the hardiness zone. That's the USDA hardiness zone. Now, when you're buying plants, trees, shrubs, or whatever, you want to look on the tag and see what hardiness zone those plants are good for, and it will give you a range. Now, if you can go to the USDA and put in your zip code, it will actually give you what uh, zone you are in. Now, it goes from 1 to 1A all the way down to 13B uh, on planting zones. So when you look on that tag, it will do it. If you look on your fruit trees, if it does not give you a chill unit or chill hours, you can look at that uh, particular cultivar or what type of trees you're buying. Look it up before you buy it and see what your chill hours are. Now, uh, there's a different, a lot of different ways to calculate and do chill hours, but let me get into first explain to you what a chill hour is or a chill unit. And uh, what it is, is approximately the amount of hours of weather that's between 32 degrees and 45 degrees. And a plant requires it to properly go dormant so they can wake up and blossom or set fruit. Uh, now, keep in mind, this does not count the hours that's below 32 degrees into the freezing zone. These hours are actually counted between the degrees of 32 degrees Fahrenheit and 45 degrees Fahrenheit. That is the chill hours that we're looking for. This is how many hours it actually takes that plant to go dormant. It has to go dormant before it can again start the cycle in the spring so that we can go through, it can wake up and blossom and then set fruit. Now, here's the thing uh, that you've got to be careful about. Uh, in North Carolina, our area, you're pretty well safe if you've got a thousand unit chill units are a thousand chill hours. Some places are going to be less. As you walk on down the map uh, towards Florida and around, you're going to see that the chill hours are less. And the, as you go up the map, the chill hours are going to be more. Now, the only thing bad about if you buy a plant, let's just say that you go out and buy an orange tree. Uh, with its chill hours are set for Florida, which is somewhere around 
uh, probably 200 hours to 300 hours. Uh, I would say somewhere around 200 hours of that 32 to uh, 40 or 45 degrees. You then what you're going to do is you're going to bring it up here. It's going to have more hours of chill like that. You've already set it in motion. It's going to pop the blooms early. You're going to get frost damage, and that's what's going to happen, and uh, you're not going to get any fruit. Another thing can happen if your chill hours are too high, uh, then you can also uh, wind up with no fruit. So it's very important that you do uh, know how many chill hours it is. I'm going to give you just uh, a quick one here. Um, like a gala or a Granny Smith apple, um, a pink lady. Uh, those usually grow in zones four to seven. Um, sunlight, they need six to eight hours of that. You need a space of 18 to 20 feet. They need 900 chill hours. Now you're gonna need somewhere that you can get at least 900 chill hours. So if I took that tree, down to Florida or uh, lower South Carolina, I'm not going to get the fruit that I want out of that. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So in terms, we need to look at our chill hours on these uh, fruits, these nuts, uh, and some of these berries. Um, the thing is, a lot of people uh, have set plants out, bought plants, uh, spent money and then wasn't successful because it didn't produce any fruit. And then uh, immediately they think, well, I can't grow fruit or I've got a bad tree or my soil's bad or I did something uh, to uh, harm the plant. When in turn, uh, the only thing that happened was the plant wasn't suited uh, for your area. Now, we want to make sure that uh, you get this information down because we do want you to be successful. Uh, just to give you a quick overview, if you look uh, at uh, the chill iron map, I'm just going to give it to you. Say from uh, the panhandle of Florida, if you make it up to where, uh, say, right below or right above Daytona, zero down chill hours. From there to the Georgia line 200, uh, on up for a little ways up above Valdosta, you're probably 400 uh, to the to the first or the last 25% uh, of Georgia. And I'm doing this on the East Coast. I'm just running it up through there. You will see that in North Carolina, we have a thousand hours. We do have 1,200 hours of chill time average in the, in the Piedmont and then 14 in 100 hours in the northernmost part up in Virginia. Now, here's the thing. That does have a lot to do with the weather. We do have warmer winters. We do have colder winters. But keep in mind, the colder winter doesn't play the part. The temperatures is chill hours are measured between 32 degrees Fahrenheit and between 45 degrees Fahrenheit. So when you pick those fruit trees, nuts, uh, 
whatever you're doing, uh, oiling the plant, that's what you look at is your chill hours. Also, make sure it lines up with your hardiness zone. Those are two things you need to look at, and then that way you'll have a a uh, tree, a fruit tree, uh, a nut tree, fruit vine that's going to be successful. Look around at your neighbors, look at what they're growing, look in your area while you're out. If you're deciding on what to do, uh, you know, ask some people what variety uh, of uh, peaches are you growing, what variety of uh, apples are you growing, what variety of pears are you growing. Uh, persimmons is beginning to be a big one. There's several different persimmons, the American one. There's a Japanese cultivar out there that grows a bigger persimmon. People are really liking the persimmons more and more. Uh, and again, they do grow well in our area. Uh, but again, if you're up farther up north, more down south, uh, just make sure that you do look at the chill zone. Look at that uh, USDA hardiness zone also. Now, we've talked about this a lot. Uh, you can use your universities for that. Every state has a, an extension page. Uh, our extension services are usually done through our universities, uh, like Virginia Tech's one, uh, North Carolina State University, the extensions through that. That's where all your research is done. Uh, University of Tennessee, UT is a good one. Um, also Clemson, South Carolina, Georgia Tech. All these is where you can find those, just to mention a few. Uh, Cornell University, uh, wonderful studies come out of there. So it's on and on and on. But you do have these resources at hand. And I know fall's coming on. It's a good time to start. Uh, some of the fruit trees and all are starting to come in stock at your local garden centers. And um, you want to make sure that you do plant the right one. Now, let me say this. And uh, this is my preference. I'm giving you my preference. When I buy my plants, if I don't root or propagate my own, I will go to one of my local garden centers to buy uh, my trees, my shrubs, my fruit bushes, whatever uh, that I'm planting. Here's why. Uh, a lot of your box stores uh, get in uh, varieties of things. and Hopefully, they are for the area, but I have seen times when they're not for the area. Uh, when you go to that local garden center, he's going to keep what grows in your area, or she's going to keep what grows in your area. Also, you can get advice over which one does the best in your area. They'll be glad to tell you how far to plant them apart, how to plant them. They can give you all the, the ins and outs of taking care of them. So you're 110% ahead by going to a good local garden center and buying your seed, buying your uh, plants, uh, and getting your knowledge. Use your garden center's knowledge of their people. Also use your extensions. And I will just about guarantee you, you will be 100% successful. Uh, same thing when you're buying seeds. If you're buying heirloom seeds, be careful now. There is a lot of companies that I have bought out uh, a lot of the seed companies and may not be true heirloom seeds. And we're gonna do uh, give you a rundown on some of those 
seed companies here uh, in the next episode or the next podcast or two uh, when we get that together. But uh, right now is the time to be buying your, a uh, lot of us free. So when we have to purchase for a little bit of money, it's not a lot. Uh, but your seed catalogs for next year, a lot of them will let you pre-order now. Some seeds can come in for next year, or at least you have the order, they fill it, and then they ship it at the right time for your area. And that's another plus, too. Uh, and we were talking about this uh, yesterday, and I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but if you've got gardeners in your family or your friends, um, you know, uh, again, go ahead and get those seed catalogs out. Most of them offer gift certificates. And, you know, that is a great gift to get. Uh, Christmas morning, you open up uh, a present, you have a gift certificate for X amount of dollars to um, one of the, the seed companies I like to use is Baker Creek Seeds. If I have a, a gift certificate for that, that's like gold to me. Um, other things you can do, uh, some of the local hardware stores that sells the tools that gardeners need, like pruners. Shovels, rake, hole, hose, gloves, um, on and on with different things, bulb planters, wheelbarrows, all these things we use in our gardening, uh, you know, pass it along. Uh, so, hey, guys, you know, here, here's a great idea. For me. You want to know what I want for Christmas? Give me a gift certificate to so-and-so or one over here. Instead of giving them an idea of things, give them an idea of places where you could get that gift certificate and uh, buy what you want to buy or what you need. So that's always a plus. Again, a local garden center, a local nursery, they all provide gift certificates. Um, you know, how much better could it be uh, at Christmas time or your birthday or whatever the event that you're doing, uh, you get a gift certificate for, you go down, redeem that for something that you really do like, really do want. And uh, to me, I think it's just one of the best gifts around. So anyway, go to the USDA page, get familiar with your zone, write it down, put a little uh, piece of paper in your purse or in your wallet, stick it in there so you'll always know what zone it is. Find out uh, on the variety of fruits or, or um nuts or berries, uh, what the uh, chill hours or chill units are before buying and the variety. And then you should look on the tag and find that. Uh, again, go to that local garden center. Or, uh, 99 times out of 100, they're going to have the plants there that grow well in your area and uh, are going to perform the best from you, uh, for you. And they also can provide you worlds of knowledge on how to buy, how to prune, uh, how to plant, how to take care of those plants too. Well, until next time, uh, if uh, we do appreciate you tuning in to uh, our podcast, Gardening with Daddy Pete, we do hopefully that it's been helpful to you and we've given you something that uh, can help you in your gardening. We do uh, encourage you to uh, comment or leave us a question or comment on our uh, web page, which is daddypeats.com. You can also go there and find uh, all of our uh, podcasts. Uh, 
have a library of those there. So you can go through and check on those. Also, while you're there, we do also doing one on uh, global food and uh, what's going on in the world today as far as food and how much they are and how much we need, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, while you're on Daddy Pete's page, you can sign up for our monthly garden uh, gardening email. Cost you nothing. We don't sell your email address. We don't do anything with it except keep it on file and send you a monthly garden report so you're safe there. And if you have a moment, you may look through some of our uh, products and see how they could help you in your garden. And again, we do appreciate you tuning in and listening. Until next time, this has been Melvin York with Gardening with Daddy Pete.